just having people there and not walking in and walking out and saying hello and saying how you going and with, with your mask on, you know, people sitting down, relaxing, having a drink, having a couple of the drinks, just sitting down with knife and fork, cutlery, eating food instead of it, giving them wooden cutlery and wooden boxes to take away their food in. Um, and the fact that you can sit down, you can do better food too. You know, no one wants an eggs benedict in a, in a takeaway box, do they? This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Last time we caught up with Julian Nikhil, he was head chef of one of Sydney's largest pubs. But he's since left to open a small local cafe. And after four months of lockdown, he's about to welcome guests back in. Julian, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. You made a pretty big move from the Oaks, one of the biggest and most renowned pubs in Sydney to a small um, cafe. What, what made that move? Why did you make that move? Um, well, I know, like they say, it's not the size, it's the way you use it, right? I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, it was basically my local cafe. I was going there for coffee before um, going to work and got to know the guys and, and I enjoyed the space and they were really hospitable and, and friendly and enjoyed the coffee. They were doing some good things. And basically, Dan, the owner, offered me um, a part share in the business and to take over the kitchen. And, yeah, it was, it was a good opportunity. And it was something I guess I was after to be my own boss, in a sense, and to have the, have the freedom to do that. And, and, it, and it happened, yeah. What was it like sort of leaving that sort of high-energy job and starting this new world in a local cafe and then the lockdown and such a long one arriving? Um, I mean, I've done... I've worked in hotels, I've worked in cafes, I've worked in restaurants, I've worked in pubs, I've done event catering. So moving around into a different food scene is not doesn't scare me. I actually enjoy eating out in the uh, cafe culture myself. So I can see that good food can be done um, anywhere really, and especially in a cafe. Um, so it was it was like let's do what you want, do use all the good supplies I know, get all the good stuff on board, do some we'll smoke around bacon and get the friends of that stuff. We did all that for two months, and then and then the lockdown came, and and then it's well, let's dumb down the menu and try and get some tradies in, and just make bacon and egg rolls for three months, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Turn it all on its head, and and I work by myself in the kitchen. You, Dan, work on the coffee machine by yourself, and we'll uh, see if we can keep this thing going. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> what was the what's the four months last four months been like for you? Has it given you chances to work on? what you might be doing when you open up today? Yeah, most definitely. We, we've been talking all the time about concepts and talking about other places, how well they do it, what we want to do when we reopen, um, the little things and, and devise uh, basically a plan and a thing to get ahead on where we want to take the business, what we want to do to expand ourselves, what we want to do to get better, you know, um, try and just, uh, I hope that this time has helped us to improve in the future and have the time to think about what we want to do, definitely. You're going to be opening the doors uh, today. What sort of version of slow hand um, will we see? Um, I guess from when we when we closed in autumn, I guess it was now, it's pretty much spring or almost summer. Obviously, the, the seasonalities have changed and we'll move forward with that and change the menu to be uh, much more seasonal. But also, considering that we still don't have that lunchtime crowd of, of the corporates that were in the area, of we've got Qantas headquarters next to us. I don't think they'll be back, so we won't be doing so many 
lunchy and salady things, I guess. Just trying to do more stuff for the locals, but we'll have to um, feel that out as as more people come to the doors. If people are demanding sandwiches and salads, then we'll, we'll start doing those things, I guess. But um, just keeping it that we've changed the scenery inside a bit, put up some retail shelves. I've been madly jamming and pickling some retail stuff to sell. I was always doing that for the shop, and everyone was always after it. But in the to- in the spare time we had, we could um. Um, get some retail jamming and stuff done. So now I've got a retail shelf where you can come in and purchase some of the stuff and take it home that we're serving on on the food now anyway. Um, so th- that's changed a fair bit. Um, just just the new menu is freshened up. You did a takeaway pasta offering during lockdown. How was that received? Yeah, it was okay. We learned a lot from it. It didn't kick off as much as we wanted. I feel we did it Friday, Saturday and Sunday evenings. Um, it was fun cooking pasta again and creating. We changed the menu every week. We were changing it here and there. Just, you know, we did the lasagna, but we would also do like and do your eggplant with rigatoni, do something a bit far out as well. Um, that was fun. We learned a lot and it's something we might um, revisit in the future where we, we want to do Friday night concepts where we can do pasta night on a Friday night or do a Moroccan night or do a, a Spanish night. So um, we learn a lot from that, but I also feel... The market was pretty flooded with takeaway at that time, and if you weren't already established as as a nighttime dinner takeaway place, you, you, you're starting on the back foot. Um, and also, if you're a new business and you don't have a, an established name, you can't compete with the big guys that are established. So it went it, it ran its course, and it was all right, but there was a lot of effort in, and 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 we didn't think we got exactly the effort uh, back. But uh, it was still fun. It's still a lot. We took a lot from it. What have been some of the biggest challenges in reopening? Um, I think moving forward, we're thinking about staff is a big one. Um, how busy are we actually going to be on the first week? How many more staff do we need to bring back? How many do we need to hire? You know, how, how much can we afford? We're not trying to be rich. We're just trying to make a sustainable business and also pay ourselves like an all wage again as we haven't for a while. Do you know what I mean? As well as... You know, the more staff, the more hands, the better quality you can do. But we're we're scratching our heads, saying, "Well, how many days am I going? I work six days, you work six days, and when when do we need more people on? But to do better food, you need more hands, and uh, that's a big challenge at the moment. Also, keeping up with the direction from the government, like you know, what do you need to do to check people that have a vaccine passport or not? What you know, how many people can you have inside? Um, it just keeps changing all the time. I feel it's very. Um, indecisive from them, which which doesn't help us at all. Um, lots of yeah, lots of little challenges. Such this isn't the first time you've opened up from a lockdown. Um, does this does this one feel different though? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm in a new venue, so, and I have more control, being the boss and the owner myself. So that's kind of refreshing in a way because I can just run it by my other business partner. And we can go, yeah, let's do it. Um, I guess it's uh, I'll only see when um, we see more people coming in and the business shout changes. It's different because I'm in a cafe, whereas you know we had we were taking reservations in the restaurant at the pub, and people were not turning up, and you know we won't have that trouble now. But um, hopefully, we're seeing more people come from different areas of Sydney again to come to the cafe as they haven't been able to change their move through their LGAs as well as come from, you know, Central Coast or wherever for a day trip to Sydney where I have family and friends. Um, so that will help when, when we see more people coming from different areas too, I guess. 
you mentioned um, using uh, the best produce you can get your hands on and um, treating the cafe like it's a restaurant as well in regards to quality. Um, what's what's your idea of a great cafe? Um, I think the first when you first walk into the door, you want to feel welcome and you want to see, uh, you want to visualise the effort that's gone into the place, you know, a, a hello and a, the smell of a, a fresh coffee and, you know, we like to give a glass of water while you're standing there waiting for your coffee while you're having a takeaway. And it's a sparkling water and people are blown away. What's this? There's bubbles in my water. Like it's, it, that's, that's a, it's a really little thing, but it, it goes a long way. Um, and then, you know, if, if you go back to a cafe, you get to know the people, you know, I got to know them over a year or two by being a customer and now I'm part business owner. So, um, and then I think just being more thoughtful with, just being more thoughtful with the food, you know, having cutlery ready on the table, having um, a clean floor, having a little bit of decorations around and flowers. We've got jars of pickles and stuff everywhere. we got, you know, a big welcome board on the wall saying, welcome you, sit down, enjoy hospitality. Just want to resonate that. And even for, for people in hospitality to know that they're being looked after by hospitality people too would go, would, always go a long way with um, somewhere you go. And then the thoughtfulness of the food, you know, a lot of dishes make sense to me um, where you, you put something with something that actually makes sense. It's not just like throwing an egg on a bit of bacon. That's a cafe. You're doing a bacon and egg roll. You know, I've mixed up a bacon and egg roll um, myself and, and added to that, you know, putting zucchini pickles on it, making a bacon and coffee jam. I make a rhubarb ketchup. And we put a hash brown and a cheddar, and that's like our ultimate bacon egg roll. And all those flavors work well together, and they stem from the bacon and egg roll to adding what makes sense. It's not just throwing a piece of halloumi on there and some rockets. It doesn't necessarily mold and make sense. I guess coming from more of a food background, it feels like it makes sense in doing something like that. That's where the thoughtfulness of, of, of a cafe and the thoughtfulness that you have in a restaurant of conceiving a dish um, can be implemented into a cafe. You're opening the doors today. Uh, what are you most looking forward to with this opportunity to trade again? Um, just bums on seats, really. Just having people there and not walking in and walking out and saying hello and saying, how are you going? And with, with your mask on, you know, people sitting down, relaxing, having a drink, having a couple of the drinks, whether that be beer, which we serve, or a couple of coffees and, and some and water and then having just sitting down with knife and fork cutlery eating food instead of it, they're giving them wooden cutlery and wooden boxes to take away their food in um and the fact that you can sit down you can do better food too you know no one wants an eggs benedict in a, in a takeaway box do they um so yeah just just the interaction with people again i think we miss that a lot you know um, I used to go in there on my day off and, and sit there with a book and have a coffee and a, and a bite and I was happy and, and sit in the sun. Uh, if, if that makes me happy, I'm sure it's going to make other people happy too. So, yeah, but that would be amazing. <laughs> well, Julian, hopefully um, the doors open and a lot of people come in and it remains that way and we start to move forward. Um, we've loved having you for a quick catch-up. Good luck with everything. Uh, please keep in touch and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. All the best to everyone out there, and thanks for you guys for keeping it going too. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. 
follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.